Welcome to Talking in Stations, recorded live while we stream. I'm your host, Madderall. A few years ago, CCP was full-on into virtual reality. But on Monday, October 30th, an Icelandic publication put out an article with an interview with CEO Hilmar, announcing that a change in direction, as well as layoffs of roughly 100 CCPers, was on the way. Further development of VR was shelved, and the company will focus on PC and mobile games. EVE Online's development is unchanged, and all their VR products will continue to be supported. One team that was hit very hard with these layoffs was the community team, uh, the same people that helped this show exist. So today we have leader of the, the community team, CCP Falcon, uh, and we'd like to learn more about uh, what happened with CCP and what's going to happen in the future. So we'll get to that in just a minute. But first, if you'd like to support the show, visit Patreon slash Matterall and pledge. And that keeps the sponsored commercials away. And those of you that are already helping us out, thank you very much. So today joining me on the panel, uh, we have uh, some regulars and I'll just uh, list them out here. Welcome Dirk McGurk. Hey, what's going on? Good morning. Hi, Apotney. Hey. Uh, and we have the guest, Noisy Gamer. Hello, everybody. Actually, no longer a guest. Been promoted to part of the panel that you'll see often. And uh, Seamus Donahue from Eve University. Hello. And our special guest today is CCP Falcon. Hey, guys. All right. Welcome to the show. Uh, first of all, let's start out with uh, just, uh, can you tell us like what you do and what your role is at CCP? Sure, yeah. So um, I'm the uh, EV University Community Manager. I basically uh, lead the group of guys and girls who takes care of uh, community management for CCP. So um, I work, uh, I, I have in the past worked cross product, um, but right now I'm really focused on EVE Online. Um, and basically we take care of everything like um, community messaging, fan site support, uh, pretty much everything that involves the community um, from the ground up. Oh, great. So, okay, so obviously your, um, a lot of your colleagues are uh, going to be leaving, and I know it's a very uh, you know, stressful time and all that, uh, so we apologize if we ask anything insensitive, uh, but we do want to try to ask as many questions as we can, because there's generally a lot of interest to find out you know, how you guys are doing and what's, what's going to happen and stuff like that. But let's start out with uh, October 30th. Um, when did you guys hear about the changes? Because uh, and the reason I ask this is because it was kind of a surprise to everybody that plays the game, of course. I'm sure it was a surprise to you guys. But it came out in a publication in Icelandic and had to be translated for people to even know this was going to happen. Yeah, I mean, for us, it was um, obviously the nature of redundancies is is just that. Um, they're, generally, they're generally pretty swift and they're generally, for some people, can't seem to come out of the blue. Um, and for the vast majority of CCP, obviously, with uh, our Shanghai studio um, being affected as well, um, a lot of the guys over in Shanghai found out a little bit earlier because obviously they're like nine, I think eight, nine hours ahead of us. Um, and then as things rolled on, um, sort of throughout the course of Monday, um, obviously the Newcastle office, the London office, the Icelandic office are all roughly on the same, same time zone. So we found out then. And then, of course, a couple of hours later, the Atlanta office found out too. So, yeah, it was just kind of, it rolled out sort of through the day. But the company was kind of super sensitive about the fact that they wanted to speak to people first. So nothing went out into, into the Icelandic media and nothing went out publicly, um, obviously, until everyone who was affected had been spoken to and and um, and been kind of briefed on what was happening. 
Oh, so that that publication then came out later in the day. Uh, I didn't realize at what point it came out. Yeah, it was like I think it was about three, uh, about three three fifteen UTC, which was um, sort of after everything had already happened, and uh, and uh, and the community was, the community team um, and the rest of CCP had all kind of already had a little, at least a couple of hours to absorb what was happening. Yeah. Uh, now I, we know you're speaking uh, every time that you speak. You're under scrutiny because you represent the company and stuff like that. But uh, could you tell us what your initial reaction was? Uh, I mean, obviously, um, surprise. <laughs> like what? I mean, that, that kind of happens. Um, but I think anything like this that happens, regardless of, of what company you're at, that uh, the reaction is always surprise. I mean, I've been through redundancies at companies in the UK um, in the past. Um, and it's just one of those things, you know, you have to, uh, you kind of have to sort of roll with the punches. Um, and yeah, I mean, there, there was a lot of surprise. Um, obviously, some people who were angry, uh, some people who were frustrated. Um, but I've I've kind of never been one to let stuff like this get under my skin. I just sort of look at a situation and say, okay, you know, I'm still alive and kicking. I'm still here. I'm I'm still kind of wearing the hoodie. What do we do to move forward? You know, there's um, it's it's super sad to see so many friends and colleagues. Uh, get let go but at the same time um you've just got to try and focus on you know doing what you can yeah which was uh but you had some extra responsibility because you were actually going to go to eve amsterdam and uh, be a part of all that but you said there's too much to do going on here at least i think that's what was publicly said or why don't you tell us why, why didn't you go to eve amsterdam yeah i mean i sort of um obviously kind of it did come as a surprise. Um, and then it was just the point where, yeah, you know, there's a lot of people at TCP who are hurting, obviously. Um, um, there's a lot to consider, you know, what we're going to be doing going forward, how we're going to be allocating staff to things, that sort of thing. So I just felt like it was it was better for me to stay behind in Iceland and hold the fort. Um, obviously, CCP guards over there um, at, uh, at Amsterdam. Um so uh, you know he's he's more than capable of uh, of handling the guys at Amsterdam, uh, and I just thought yeah it'd be better for me to stay in Iceland because we're we're looking at a lot of projects what we're going to do going forward that kind of thing, um, and I kind of just wanted to be here to hold the fort down as well. So yeah, it's um, it's unfortunate mm -hmm. I couldn't go over. I was really looking forward to it, but you know these things happen. There's always next year. I mean, yeah. you, you know, what, one of the things I'd like to do here is kind of split out some of the, the, the portions of, of this restructuring so that we can eventually get to focusing on what really this show is about, which is kind of EVE Online, right? But can you, can you explain the disposition uh, or, you know, or the plans for what's going on with the Newcastle studio? Um, there's, you know, you know, there's a thing, uh, you know, I guess, of selling the Newcastle studio. What goes with that? Where does Valkyrie end up? And kind of what will be the VR remnants that remain with CCP? Uh, so, uh, yeah, you kind of broke up a little bit, but um, just, uh, questions about the Newcastle office. Really, in all honesty, I can't go into details um, about what's going on with the Newcastle office. Um, Plans are in process for various things to make sure we continue to support Valkyrie. Um, and that's, you know, out of respect for the guys who are working over there and the, the processes that they're going through right now, I can't really say much in detail. All I can say is that both Valkyrie and Spark, um, they're not going away. Uh, it's not like we're just going to pull the plug and shut these things down. I mean, they're two fantastic projects and, and the teams that were involved with them were, you know, they poured their heart and souls in them, into them for several years. Um, so, I mean... We're definitely in a position where we're looking towards uh, continuing to support them. Um, at least that is the plan. 
um, and we're already talking about how we do that going forward. Uh, right Continue now, to be supported. Solid details. Continue to be supported from within CCP, or from within, or, or will those products go to go with the Newcastle Studio? I mean, we still own the IP. Like we still we still own Valkyrie, obviously, and we'll continue to do so. So um, yeah, I mean, it's just a case of we'll continue to support them. That's how things will roll. Uh, by the way, it's just a point of clarity that <clears throat> Coquette came up with there in chat, and that is redundant is how you say layoffs uh, in in Iceland, right? Uh, can you repeat that? Uh, redundant. What's that mean? That's layoffs, isn't it? Yeah. So it's it's a. It's kind of the British or European way of uh, of saying layoffs. Basically, it's uh, it's when positions at a company are made redundant, uh, effectively, uh, and people are let go. So layoff and redundancy is kind of just they're interchangeable words. Also okay. known as downsizing. Yeah. Right. Right sizing. Yeah. Well. Let's break but, out all. The, let's break out all of the uh, the the drink for words. Uh, all, the, all the business terms. Out of the out of the number out of the one hundred number, okay, you know the people that were affected by this. How many of them are specifically related to Newcastle and VR, wherever they were located? Um, honestly, I don't have exact numbers. Um, it's not something that I've looked into, but um, yeah, I mean the vast majority of uh, of the cuts that were made relate to our VR projects in Newcastle and Atlanta. Yeah. So, do, do you happen to know the headcount in uh, for the Newcastle studio, just in general? Uh, off the top of my head, no. Um, somewhere around forty, I believe, if I remember correctly. Uh, but you can take that with a, a grain of salt because I'm not exactly sure. Hmm. Um, are, you, are you finished with the Newcastle questions, Derek? Um, so, sort of, I guess. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it, 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 well, I mean, it, it sounds as though Valkyrie and whatnot is going to be staying with Eve Online. Therefore, they are going to be continuing to maintain some some developer presence um, within you know, within VR still in house, regardless of what's actually happening with the Newcastle Studio itself. Correct. What, what do you mean by developer presence, though? Well, I mean, if they're going to continue to support those games, then that means that they are going to have to have somebody that has. VR experience, even uh, when they say support, I guess you know. Here's another question: When they say support, do they mean continue to iterate on those projects, or do they mean basically, um, you know, just making sure that they continue to function? Uh, so, by the way, just a point of programming note here: your audio is apparently not going well for Falcon, so it's hard for him to hear you. Uh, I, but I hear you fine, and I don't know if the audience wants to say, "Can you guys hear uh, Dirk fine or not?" Let us know. Um, uh, this is Seamus Dunhu. I can hear Dirk McGurk just fine. Yeah, so can we? But, uh, but yeah, um, in terms of, I call, I kind of caught the question in terms of like developer presence. Um, and yeah, as far as I'm aware, the plan is to uh, obviously retain some staff in-house. He'll make sure that Valkyrie continues to function and operate. Um, same thing with, um, you know, same thing with Spark. Their services that... We're going to continue to operate. They're, they're games that we, you know, we know and love, and that we've spent a lot of time on developing. So they're not going to go away. Yeah. Um, okay. So, did you want to uh, continue? Sorry, Dirk. Did you want to continue? No, 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 no. Because I, you know, you know, honestly, you know, honestly, I look at this entire thing and sit there and say, you know, uh, I'm sorry to see that, you know, this is that this has happened for for Newcastle and and you know whatever that's going on with the VR thing. But that's always been sort of a side thing for you know for for CCP or uh, related to Eve Online is what's really important. And and 
with regard to the Atlanta office, um, they're closing the Atlanta office. How many employees were in the Atlanta office and how many of them are, are being laid off or, or separated, you know, related to this? Uh, again, not exactly sure on numbers, but I know that quite a few of the Atlanta staff, um, you know, being offered to, to move to other locations and work on other projects. Um, it's um, the one thing that I will say is that like CCP in general over the course of the last week has taken a shitload of flack over, you know, ah, you're just kicking people out the door and it's so terrible. Uh, all of the guys who are affected by this, um, I've been through the layoffs, redundancies, whatever you want to call them at other companies in the past. And I've seen it be absolutely fucking heartless where it's like, get your shit off your desk like you're gone Damn. and you're escorted out the door into the car park with like a fucking cardboard box in your hands with ccp entirely different i mean there's all kinds of processes in place to help people to make sure that people you know land on their feet in fact we're in a position where i can outright say like the the, the human resources team at ccp are the best team that i've ever worked with and i've worked for some pretty big businesses in the past um they're incredibly good they've been incredibly professional through the whole situation um and yeah i mean you know it's, there's there's a lot of skilled and uh and really really uh you know knowledgeable staff who are going to be like go from ccp but but in the same respect i've got no doubt that every single one of them are going to find their feet and land on their feet no problem at all yeah and, and we should say um you're kind of a, a representative for some players aren't you something like that on the, i'm talking about not players i meant ccpers you're the, you're, uh, you're the union yeah. steward, are you not? Yeah, yeah. I, um, I'm uh, the um, union ombudsman for the Icelandic office, yeah. Ombudsman, okay. That's kind of uh, in-between person, so kind of like a rep. Uh, noisy? Yeah. Um, uh, CCP has a little bit of a different problem than most other companies uh, when they lay people off. Uh, people that have been at CCP for 10 years have swords. So what happens to the people with the swords? And like, let's say like for CCP manifest who has his sword, do you ship it to his house or exactly how does that work? <laughs> That's the most like you ship it to his chest, and, random and off the wall, off the wall <laughs> question, but okay. Um, you know, um, it's not just the 10 year sword, uh, after five years, you get the option to get like a, a watch or a big, uh, CCB branded 66 North jacket. You get a challenge coin after a year and all that stuff belongs to you. You know, you're, um, all that stuff is like the company gives that to you and it's, it's as a reward for how long you've been with the company. So yeah, it's, that all belongs to him. Don't worry about it. No one's taking manifest sword away. It's fine. <laughs> There were so many ways to play with that one, uh, noisy, but okay. Um, all right, so that's good, because one of the questions I had is, what is CCP doing to help people uh, readjust? Because these are all people we care about uh, out here in the in the community of EVE, all the meta players and stuff. But um, I guess you answered that, unless there's anything else you want to add. But it, it, it should be noted that even though they're closing the Atlanta office, that there are people down there who who were offered positions to relocate now i know pelligro was out of his team security he was out of the atlanta office and it's and and he seems to be staying um from what i heard manifest was offered um offered the ability to relocate but you know due to due to real life reasons could not do that so that's one of the reasons why manifest is is no longer there yeah uh, and Manifest, I don't know if you said, is the main PR guy in contact for a lot of us when we want to get somebody on the uh, show or 
um, some some of the stuff that you would hear from in meetups like uh, Eve Vegas. He's a key figure because he's the one running all the player uh, presentations and stuff like that. Uh, so Seamus, you you had a question too, right? Uh, yes, as in backstage. Am I proceed good to proceed with the question? Proceed. Can right. Ask me whatever the hell you like, dude. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a bit of a contentious one. So Eve Online is as successful as it is because of the engagement of the player base and communicating with the player base on an extensive and regular basis is very important to maintaining that engagement. I mean, you don't just want to bring in new players. You also want to keep them. You want to keep the players you already have. Now, I have a tendency to have a pessimistic mindset, just generally speaking. So this gutting of the community team, at least it seems to come across to me, that crowd control productions doesn't actually care about communicating with the player base. I'm probably not the only person who's reading into this that way. Can Falcon, can you and Guard really take on the entire effort that was formerly done by, I forget how many people were on the community team? So, um, I mean, we can talk about kind of kind of size and structure. Um, so the community team forms part of a larger team, which is known as communications within CCP. That team was 12, um, and it's now five. Um, so, you know, that's a big drop in numbers. But with the fact that we're not going to be devoting so much time to our VR projects now. So we're not going to be, you know, running around to big major events, that kind of stuff with, with Valkyrie and Spark. It gives us a lot more downtime and a lot more time that's kind of, that's surplus that we can use on other stuff. And that other stuff, of course, is EVE uh, because that's now our primary focus. Um, so do, will I say, yeah, we can handle this, no problem at all? No, I won't say that. It's going to be a challenge. You know, there's going to be probably a lot, a lot of, uh, a lot of long days for us. There's going to be a lot of stuff that we're going to have to sort of shift around. You know, add to our skill sets, that kind of thing. We're going to have to mess around a little bit more um, in terms of learning new things, doing new things, deciding that you know, for the return on investment, some stuff just might not be something we want to do anymore. We might spark up new, different projects. Like you know, it's. It's yeah, it's it's a big downturn in numbers of people who are devoted to doing this, but but it's also you know, less on your plate. Yeah, to an extent, yeah, but okay. I mean, we're also in a position to where uh, you know, God has been with CCP since time began, basically. Um, <laughs> I've been with Eve since time began, pretty much. Um, so you know, we've got the two of us. We've we've got a, a decent amount of knowledge between us. I mean, we have like 32, 34 years of even knowledge and experience between us in terms of man years. Um, and yeah, I mean, we've also got a really, really good group of three other guys who are still working with us, um, who are more than ready to dive in and help us out too. Uh, so yeah, and we've had. It's you know, it's no secret that we're that that our team is one of the most heavily impacted ones in the company in fact but it's just that's life you know got to stay positive got to look forward got to move on and we've had so many so many offers of support and encouragement and people wanting to pitch in from all over the Eve online team so i mean i'm not worried am i a little bit stressed yeah i think so i mean it's you know it's super sad to see members of the team go especially members of the team who you know been doing an absolutely incredible job um so yeah i mean it's 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 super sad and it's it's a little bit stressful, but at the same time, you've just got to kind of figure out what you can do with the, the sets of hands you still have and just move forward. So that's, uh, yeah, it's just the way that we're looking at it. Okay, so it'll be difficult, but it'll be doable. Okay. 
that actually does alleviate some of my concern, at least. Uh, Bothany, do you have something you wanted to add? Yeah, um, this summer, uh, some players were upset in a surprise to everyone. Um, and, uh, you know, I decided to call it the summer of Miles discontent. Uh, one of the things that CCP came out to say after, you know, people had grievances as obviously CCP had discussed with the CSM is that uh, members of the community team were being embedded into each of the dev teams. Uh, they'd already sometimes been helping or doing the writing of the dev blogs and they would, and there would be a bigger push for teams to be more consistently and more clearly uh, communicating as to what they're working on, especially in the months where people are on holiday and they're met it may appear that less work is being done and it may appear that CCP are forgetting about EVE Online or, or whatever. Um, so obviously with the reduced number of people, I don't know if you have enough people to have a person per team. Is is that project of having a community manager or embedded in a team or whether it's now one community manager embedded in two teams or whatever, is that still something moving forward to continue with the great dev blocks that we all love to read? So... The position that we're in beforehand is that um, with five people working on, on EVE Online specifically, um, we didn't have enough people to cover all of the teams and people were going to have to double up. Um, so we're going to have uh, people assigned to more than one team. Um, now, because of the position that we're in in terms of they're effectively going from like five community developers to two community developers, it doesn't mean that it's going to make practical sense for us to full-on be embedded with teams. But what it does mean is that... Um, we just we've just gotta you know grow extra arms and legs and figure out how to do this going forward um we're in a position actually where um the the communication the part of the communications team that is based in Reykjavik in Iceland we actually relocated from one side of the building to the other side of the building to actually be a lot closer to the development team um around summertime uh was when this happened um and you know myself and God we have a really really great working relationship with the development team um so i'm not really concerned about us being able to get messaging out and being able to get uh, information out that needs to go out i don't think that's going to be a problem um we of course um monday afternoon um after all this happened after you know actually just before the uh, the news announcement went out or right around the time um, myself and guard immediately sat down with the csm um to speak to them and to talk to them about this and one of the things that we impressed on the csm is that you know, there's less hands on deck now. Um, so we're going to be a lot more involved in um, in being, you know, straight shooting up front and direct with the CSM um, and and working with them a little bit more uh, and making sure that uh, they, they serve kind of a little bit even more as our eyes and ears. Um, so that there, if there is any trouble, if there is any clarification needed and we do happen to miss it, then we've also got a, a team of 10 rock solid E-flayers who can also assist us in that respect as well. Um, so, yeah, I mean... Again, a little bit of stress, yeah, a few concerns, uh, of course, but you know, I think it's something that we can deal with. It's something that um, it's something that we can we can shape to the people that we that we have on the team right now and that we can work with. Now, you said that the the community team went from twelve to five. How many of those five would you consider to be dedicated to Eve Online? Um, just just to correct you there, not the community team, the communications team. The community team went from Sorry. five to two. Um, the communications. Right, okay. Team. Um, how many of those people dedicated to Dave Online? All of them, basically. Um, you know, there's going to be 
a little bit of work on the side that's going to go into obviously Valkyrie Spark or other projects, that kind of stuff. Uh, we've also got Project Nova coming up as well. Um, so yeah, I mean, we're all we're all dedicated to the EVIP stuff now, um, and we've got yeah a great group of five people who know what the hell they're doing. So um, yeah, I think we're uh, we're not in as good shape as we were a week ago, but we're still in pretty solid shape with a group of, of really good people who know what they're doing. Okay, but uh, okay, so I. You, it was communications team, but the com the community team itself now is just you and guard. I mean, that's that's it. Yeah. Okay. Now, you know, coming at out at Vegas, out at Vegas. You know, um, I had a number of conversations and made a number of comments about the fact that um, you know it really seemed like like CCP was was now getting it as far as community engagement goes. That they recognize the fact that if you really want to hold together what it is that we have, that 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 kind of community engagement is really what needed to happen. And then it, you know, it's just odd that you know a month later basically, um, or less than a month later, you end up uh, you end up completely eviscerating um, um, a lot of that effort. Um, what does that mean going forward in terms of you know a lot of those big plans for the 2019 fan fests all around the world? I mean, has any of that changed because of this? Is there going to be a change in terms of in terms of uh, overall ability to continue to maintain um, you know maintain this community engagement? I mean, we're already looking at various avenues. Um, uh, not everything has to be done in house. I mean. Um... For instance, one of the things that we were concerned about was being able to live stream FanFest. Um, and, you know, we just go to a position where we were, what was it, um, 2012, 2013 and beforehand, where we actually just hired in a production company um, here in Iceland. Um, and they literally brought two massive 18-wheel trucks full of video equipment, <laughs> like mobile studios, parked them outside the back of Harper, and we broadcasted from those trucks. And we had, you know guys who were just uh, solely dedicated to AV and solely dedicated to um, to live streaming um, who were working for us on a contract over FanFest. Um, and if it means that we have to do that to ve for Vegas too to make sure that we get uh, a live stream out to people, then that's what we'll do. You know, it's how things work. Yep. Um, now, one of the other people that was that was affected by this was CCP Ruffage. Now, CCP Ruffage is one of the people, uh, I think, along with CCP Curtis, who I think is still with the company, um is is yes yep okay uh ccp ruffage along with ccp curtis are the people who are responsible for putting on fan fest and vegas and and that sort of thing um how is this going to tax their their ability to to produce those fan fan fest like events i mean obviously it's gonna it's gonna mean more work for curtis it's gonna mean a lot more work for me too um some of it of course can go to our outsourcing agencies as well in terms of setting up contracts getting things sorted um and there's also a lot of other people in the company outside of the communications team and the events team who are involved with FanFest. um for instance uh Funnily enough, it's actually one of our web producers who acts as the um, as the producer for the keynotes, for instance, at um, at FanFest. Um, so there's a lot of people at CCP who wear a lot of hats. There's a lot of unsung heroes outside of our team who actually put in a lot of contribution towards stuff that happens behind the scenes of FanFest. Um, you know, I mean, you look at uh, CCP Mimic and how uh, and how forward facing and and you know how involved she is with EVTV. CCP Mimic is actually actually a development producer. Um, it's not in her job description to be running live stream and stuff for EVTV, but she pitches in because she loves the community. And we've got 
a really, really solid core group of, of staff on the EVE development team who, who absolutely love our players and love the game. Um, and I'm 100% confident that everyone's going to pitch in and everyone's going to be in, you know, put us in a good position. And Mimic has a natural talent to be on TV, which doesn't hurt. Indeed. True that. Yeah. All right. Well, let's, um, let's get a little more personal, if you don't mind. You are actually have a real relationship with one of the people that was laid off, uh, CCP Lilu. Am I correct in that? Yeah, that's correct. Okay. And so this is this is kind of hits home literally. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, obviously, um, we were super surprised. Um, and, you know, um, I think there's, there's obviously the stages of grief that you go through. Um, I mean, I was pretty upset. Uh, obviously, uh, Natalia Lilu was upset as well. Um, but you just kind of have to deal with it. I know that sounds... It sounds rough to say that, but, you know, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, um, as much as we both absolutely love EVE, we love CCP, uh, CCP is very much like family. Um, it's unlike any other company that I've worked for before. Um, and one of the things that was absolutely incredible to see was as soon as the news broke, um, we had, like, I actually killed my browser at home because we had so many people uh, from CCP just pinging us on Facebook, like, hey, you know... I know this guy here who's got this job open. I know this guy here who's got this job open. I know like an, an immigration lawyer who can help you guys out. I know this, that, the other. And there was like, you know, we've had hundreds of offers from staff at CCP who were just like, yeah, I can I can talk to these guys for you. I can talk to these guys for you. Uh, you know, I can help you out with this, that, the other. So, yeah, I mean, it's mm-hmm. kind of the thing that's hurt, right, that's actually hurt me the most about all of this is like, is seeing CCP itself take the hammer for this because, you know, yeah, you can argue bad decision-making. Some people can argue bad management, whatever they want. Uh, but in the end, the company itself is a family. It's a group of people who, it's a group of like-minded individuals who care for each other, who work together, um, and who have, you know, an incredibly family-oriented mentality. Um, and, you know, even when you do leave CCP, even when you you know you say your goodbyes, you get on a plane or a boat and you go elsewhere, you're always part of that family. That's just the way that it is. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's upsetting. It's a little bit sad, but in the same respect, you you you're gone, but you're never out, kind of thing. You're always a member of this this kind of almost like a brotherhood, I would say, um, <laughs> like a vampire people, family. Yeah, and there's people who've been, you know, they've been with CCP for like 10 years and some some guys who left seven, eight, nine, ten years ago who, you know, who were still part of our Facebook groups, who were still with us, who were still chatting with us. And there's there's guys who like left CCP in 2007, 2008, who heard about what happened on Monday and suddenly they're posting in this, in this Facebook group and they're like, hey guys, if anyone needs any help, I've got this, I've got that, I've got the other, I can put you in contact with this guy, this guy, this guy. So these are guys that like just come out of the woodwork after a number of years because they know people and they love people at CCP and they love the company. And there's an incredible support network there for all the guys, uh, all the guys and girls who unfortunately have been let go. Um, and it's the same for, you know, it's the same for the guys who are on my team. Um, the, um, you know, I'll always do my best to make sure that they land on their feet. And if they ever need recommendations, if they need, you know, advice, if they need assistance in any way, shape or form, then we're always there for them, you know? Yeah. Um, and we can help out as much as possible. Yeah, and I think it's easy to look at it and say, oh, this is money grab and cold, you know, cost cutting and stuff like that. But I, I think uh, it's a lot more personal when you're inside the situation than it is from the outside. We can say anything we want. We don't actually know what's going on in there. 
Yeah, um, and I will say, like, the one of the things that's frustrated me the most over the course of the last week is a lot of the bullshit assumptions that I've seen and a lot of the, like, blatant misinformation. Like, it's been, like, it's the one thing that grinds my fucking gears the most when, like... You sat back and you're, you know, you're dealing with all the shit that's going on with work. You're dealing with, uh, obviously, I've got the, I've got the, um, the, the home stuff to deal with as well. And then I go to our Eve and it's just like a total cesspit. And you're just like, there's, I've just gone there and I'm like, you know what? I'm not even going to read this shit. I'm just going to go elsewhere and I'm just going to deal with, you know, I'm going to deal with, I'm going to deal with Twitter. I'm going to deal with Facebook and I'm just going to let, I'm just going to let Reddit get on with it for today because I'm really not bothered. Um, and yeah, there's a lot, and the, you know, the, the misinformation comes from all kinds of sources. Uh, but it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's sad to see it and it's sad to people like to see people like take the gloves off, but it's also ironic because you hear this all the time, you know, every couple of months, there's a fucking, a thread on our Eve. that's like, ah, fire this guy. This guy's terrible. Like get right. rid of this guy, this is terrible. Yeah. And then when shit like this happens, you know, you see a lot of, you know, you see exactly the opposite. Like, oh my God, this is the worst thing ever. And it's like, okay, guys, which one do you want? Do you want one or the other? You know? Yeah. That's life. You know, the internet is what it is. Um, and you just, you got to, you know, when you're in kind of the role that I do and the role that, that my team do, you just got to kind of take it with a grain of salt. So I just generally kind of just go, okay, guys, whatever, get on with it. Um, and then you just sort the facts from the fiction as and when you need them, you know? Right. Well, I mean, Reddit, yeah, well, Reddit is what Reddit is, to, you know, to some extent. But I mean, you know, look, you know, the, there has been speculation out there as to as to what you know what uh, what brought this on, right? Um, the, you know, there's been speculation for a while regarding regarding the the equity ownership in the company and whether or not some of these funds are going to want to see a different return on their money. Is this an element of that? Is this something where it's like in trying to you know in trying to sell off the Newcastle studio, it's because you know, the 30 million that came in dedicated to VR back in 2015, um, you know, is not seeing the type of return that it expected. I mean, obviously, one of the things I'm not, I'm just like not going to talk about is the business side of things. Because um, it's just, it's not my place. Um, and yep. it's not something that I want to get into the nitty gritty of. Um, you know, and obviously I'm also under NDA too. Hey, <laughs> it's life. Yeah, but, no, no. Uh, <laughs> and, and it really wasn't so much a question to you as as I understand the speculation that's out there because this has been speculation that has gone on for a long time as as players have seen the financials and they've seen the equity ownership in the company move from being what was more tightly held to being uh, venture capital and private equity funds and 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 things like that. Um, so there was always kind of this concern of one day somebody's going to want an exit strategy and what is that going to mean but i do want to throw you a you know, you know throw you a question related to a comment that you made i think it was on the forums or you know, maybe it was part of you know some of the things that that you know, there's going to be more focus on eve now well what exactly does that mean um are, are, are there going to be more resources dedicated to development um you know we've obviously cut out the community side of it um you know to to, to some extent but are the, you know what it does it mean for the actual game eve online what does it mean? It means that the company is way more focused on Eve itself. Um, it means that um, the spotlight is on Eve, and it means that we're going to be looking what we can do to to grow Eve, um, and what we can do to further solidify the core of the game and develop it further in the coming years. I mean, there's some people who've been 
who've been offered positions to relocate have been offered positions on Project Nova. There's some people who've been offered positions on EVE Online as well. Um, so if anything, it just means that the company is in a stronger position to devote resources to EVE and to make sure that we focus on it going forward. Um, everyone who comes to CCP knows what we do. Everyone who comes to work for us knows that, you know, EVE is and always has been for the last, what, 16 years now, like the core business. Um, it's the core thing that drives our revenue and it's the biggest project that we have uh, and it's supported by our biggest studio. Um, so yeah, I mean, to, to kind of assuage any concerns, like Eve is here, it's a thing. Um, and the staff, everyone from like, you know, the guys like myself who are on the ground, who are forward facing with you guys, to like people who are on our, who are on our HR team and people who are on our finance team and that kind of stuff. We've got EVE players all over the company. We've got people who love the game all over the company and people who, yeah, they might not actually work on EVE. They might be in administration positions, but they're in a position where they'll dive in and they'll help with FanFest or they'll help with events. So, you know, I mean, CCP in general, despite the fact that obviously, you know, we've, we've restructured and we've let 100 people go, um, is in a has solid financial foundation, is in a good position to start pushing with EVE going forward. So that's what we're going to do. Um, and yeah, yeah. The, the communication side thing will be a little bit difficult for a while. Uh, we're going to have to learn new things and find out different ways of doing things, but we're good and, and we just continue to push forward. And, and uh, you know, there's a lot of people, as, as you heard, there's nearly 100 people. Uh, not all of them are public facing. Um, so when we ask that, like the next question I'm going to ask, it's because these are the people that we know or hear about or see and stuff. But there's definitely a lot of people that we don't know that uh, have been laid off to. And um, we can't ask about everybody. But I did want to bring up another person. We brought up Lee Lu, who you have a personal relationship with. And uh, the other one is Logi Bro that uh, you you've worked with or uh, does tournament work and also um, uh, did CSM work and stuff like that. So that's someone we've been hearing a lot about. Um, can you, can you tell us like, um, you know, uh, what are some of the things that he used to do that, that you'll have to fill in for? Yeah. I mean, obviously logic bro was like a human octopus. Um, <laughs> he's got, he wore many hats and we all do. Um, you know, everyone who's, uh, who's been a part of the community team will assess to the fact that, uh, you wear a lot of hats when you work at CCP. Um, and yeah, I mean, like, there's been questions, for instance, about the Alliance tournament. We've got a great partnership going with Plus 10 Gaming, the guys who used to be known as EVENT. They've done an amazing job last year broadcasting. And it just means that we'll go ahead with a plan for what we're going to do for Alliance Tournament 16 next year, and we'll let those guys handle the broadcasting completely, and we'll deal with the back end of uh, of the actual, the running of the tournament and the, uh, and the refereeing. Um, so there's there's all kinds of things that we can do to make sure that we're in a we're in a solid position to keep following on with the projects that we had. Um, I mean, I I won't lie, you know, losing Lilu, losing losing Logi Bro, um, losing Phantom, it's it's a big kick in the nuts for us. They're wonderful people who are doing an amazing job, and you know, none of the um, none of the layoffs that have happened have been down to performance on an individual level. It's just been, you know, changing needs for CCP as a company. Um, and yeah, it's a super sad thing to have happen. Um, but we've just got to figure out what we do going forward. And over the course of the next couple of weeks, um, the rest of the communications team are going to regroup. We'll figure out what to prioritize, what we're going to go ahead with. Um, and we'll go from there. Um, yeah, I mean, Logibro as a, as a perfect example of like 
a shining beacon of what it should be to be a guy who works on the community team. Um, he he originally came in as a, as a community rep for Just Five One Four back in the day. Transitioned over to Eve um, because he was a he's a pretty hardcore Eve player when he came uh, when he came to CCP, um, and he's just gone from strength to strength over the course of, uh, of the last kind of five years. So yeah, yeah I mean it's. Uh, yeah, well, it's... these guys will land on their feet. We just are going to miss them uh, and stuff. Manifest is another one. Um, but uh, more about the Alliance tournament, the Poth, did you have anything that you wanted to ask? Yeah. Um, so you mentioned something interesting there that I haven't heard, but you mentioned that I don't know if you confirmed it or you said it's one of the possibilities that the entire broadcast would be going over to um, plus 10. Is that like a confirmed plan or are you just throwing out ideas of what you can do to kind of... I mean, of that's... Um, I, I'll be honest, and I, I've been honest with this when, when people have uh, when people have asked me about it at events. Um, it's something that I'd love to do, I think. And it was something that I would have loved to do even before we're in a position where um, where we've we've lost a few members of the team. It's something we were we were very much thinking about doing because of the fantastic job that Plus 10 did with the, with the last Lions tournament. Um, and it, you know, it makes sense to have the community more involved in this kind of thing. Um, especially the broadcasting side. Um, obviously, for the integrity of the competition, we need to keep the referee and, and the back-end work in-house. Uh, but I don't see why not. Um, it's it's a cool thing. It's a fantastic project. Uh, Nash and the guys in Nottingham have proved they can do an incredible job. So why not, you know? Former CSM member, Nash Cadaver. <laughs> Um, one other thing I definitely wanted to ask about is um, one of the things that Logibro was in charge of and, and now obviously will go to someone else's responsibility is the running of the Thunderdome server, which is, I don't think it would be an understatement to say is up there in terms of one of the most useful things, one of the best things ever produced to support EVE tournament play in any capacity, not just the Alliance tournament, you've got EVE NT running on it, you know, um, a system like that is something that has been dreamt about for years and years and years for anyone involved in any kind of um, tournament or less in the direct sandbox play of EVE. Um, are there already plans for who's going to look after Thunderdome? Because I know that a lot of people in the, in the tournament community and surrounding social circles are very worried that it might be something that gets shuffled around and forgotten. And then, you know, we want to get people added to it so that they can practice for whatever tournament that they can. Or then, you know, we won't get access to Thunderdome until two weeks before the Alliance tournament. Like having an active and quick response to Thunderdome stuff when people do tournament stuff is probably the, the kind of the biggest ball like when it comes to doing tournament things so i know a lot of people are very worried about still having someone that they can go to and somebody who'll be actively keeping the member list for thunderdome updated making sure the server's running and everything's going okay there yeah i mean make no buts about it i know for a fact how how important thunderdome is and it's something that logi bro um planned and put together it was like a two year long project for him to get it off the ground um and it's something that's very important to, to sort of the esports side of eve online and it's something that definitely um is top of the list to preserve um where it'll live um i'm not sure um who will maintain it not sure at this stage because you know all the changes that happened only happened like five working days ago uh so we kind of we're still sort of a little bit in limbo until we figure out where things are going to lie um uh, and how things are going to work, but uh, definitely Thunderdome is something that I want to uh, make sure that we keep alive. Yeah. Um, so, what about the uh, upcoming Fan Fest World Tour kind of thing? Is that something that can be farmed out to? It seems like it already was. Like uh, after talking with Hilmar at E Vegas, 
he seemed to refer to another guy, and I don't know if he was a part of CCP or not, but he's the one that had the details. But is that still going to happen the way it was planned, or is that all up for changing? Oh, hopefully, yeah. I mean, um, it's it's an ambitious plan regardless of how you look at it. Um, but at this stage, yeah, it's still on the cards, and it's still something that we want to do. Um, um, same, you know, same thing with FanFest in Iceland. Um, so yeah, um, as far as I'm aware, at this stage, no changes in that in that department, so mm -hmm. to speak. Is there any changes coming that you can uh, speak to that are changes in engagement style? Like, will we still have uh, access to CCP devs, or is is there a kind of a behavioral change that will be more traditional gaming community kind of thing where the devs don't really talk to the? Is there anything major changing as far as this show, as far as uh, publications when they write about Eve News and stuff, as far as access to you guys? Not at all. I mean, like, like I, I mean, I started playing Eve 16 years ago. I started playing in beta. And one of the things that this company has always done, one of the things that CCP always done is had a direct pipeline for people to chat with our development staff. Um, and, like, I would be worried uh, and I would like be in a position where I'd be worried about the future of Eve if all of a sudden you couldn't talk to our staff. You know what I mean? Like the foundation of CCP has been for us to be open and direct uh, and for us to be able to give you guys access to game designers or content designers or programmers for, for interviews, for information, that kind of stuff. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like it is something like if that sort of that sort of stuff started to be talked about internally. It was something that I would actively and viciously fight against um, <laughs> because, you know, stuff like, you know, Crossing Zebras, INN, um, Eve News 24, all of the news sites, all of the podcast sites, all of the guys who actually put shows like this out, they're the cornerstones of the community. They're the bread and butter of what we do. And it's how information beyond our official dev blogs and our official forum posts, that's how everything propagates. Um, so yeah, I mean, like I would be like screaming to high heavens if we got in that position, quite frankly. Um, and there's been no even, no even distant indicators of that being a thing. Uh, plus the fact that our dev team love to talk to you guys. Like, <laughs> so it's, uh, sometimes you can put them in an awkward position with weird questions and shit, but yeah, you know, sorry about um, that. We'll put Nosy back. <laughs> you guys, you know, so, and I, I would never be in a position where, where I would I would advocate for us talking to you guys less. Yeah, I, I was just fake apologizing for Noisy Gamer's question about the sword, but I'll, I'm going to make it clear that I was just kidding. And for those of you that are asking or suggesting that I was getting too personal with CCP Falcon, uh, all the questions that we are asking were cleared. Not the questions themselves, but just, you know, could we ask anything? And Falcon said, ask me anything. Uh, and so... Well, he doesn't have yeah, to. Like, he, yeah, I mean, yeah. we can ask anything. He doesn't. You know, he doesn't. Yeah, have to do he doesn't or have to answer, answer some of those things. Like, but it doesn't honestly, mean we don't ask. Like total disclaimer, I have always, I have always, when I was an Eve player, and even as a dev, and yeah, it's got me into trouble with Eve players a couple of times. <laughs> I've always been a straight shooter, and I'll always speak my mind. Um, and I've got no problem, even after you know everything that's happened over the course of the last week. I have no problem engaging with our community. No problem engaging with our players. If we're in a position where, you know, people don't get the answers they want, uh, then it's very, you know, it's unfortunate, but there's just some things that we can't talk about. And yeah, you know, I, I've been I've been accused of all kinds of things. I've been accused of being insensitive, rough around the edges, that kind of stuff. And some of the stuff that I, for instance, said on Reddit can be a little bit harsh <laughs> at times. And, you know, I, I'm known, I'm known to have caused a few fires over the years. But in the same respect, 
Like that is what is all, that's what it's all about. It's about being direct. It's about being open. It's about trying to make sure that there are no unanswered concerns. Um, so yeah, I'm more than happy to talk to you guys. Everyone at CCP is more than happy to talk to you guys, and I'm happy to have any questions in the world. And I'm straight shooting enough to know for the fact that if I can't answer something, I'll just say can't talk about it or don't know or don't have any information on it. You know, that's just how it is. And yeah. You know, you can never you can never talk about things getting too personal in Eve. Like for a lot of people at CCP and for a lot of Eve players, this goes beyond a game. It it goes beyond a job. It's a hobby. It's something we enjoy. It's something that we love, and it's something that we do because we care about it. I don't want to be in a position where I've got a nine to five job and I'm bored shitless all day. I want to be in a position where I'm constantly excited to go to work. You know. Yeah, for a lot of these guys, Eve is in the, it's in the veins. Like this is about what you think about when you're. You know, not inside the game client as well. So that's a, uh, it, it's definitely like a hard line to, and this happens all the time with the meta and Eve is, uh, oh, you've, over, you've overstepped the line or that sort of thing. So uh, there's definitely a, a connection between the, the, the players and devs that has gone back, and you mentioned this, uh, all the way back to the beginning. If you look at the beta players and how, they were kind of going back and forth. They were practically devs. The, play, the advanced players were practically devs. Yeah, I can remember, you know, the old days of everyone being sat in IRC channels, uh, you know, shooting the shit with the guys. Back when CCP was like a 20-man company. Um, and like the entire staff of CCP, including if I remember the kitchen staff, were, like, <laughs> were, were on IRC shooting the shit with people about spaceships. And, you know, that's life. And that's, that's where the company comes from. The company remembers its roots. Um, and you know, community and, and you guys is, uh, is always at the forefront of what we're thinking about when we're, when we're doing things. And yeah, it's, you know, I'm not going to deny kind of the, the changes that have happened over the course of the last week do send a different message. Uh, we've lost a lot of forward facing people in terms of community team members, but we're in a position where we have a lot of talent and a lot of people at CCP who love Eve, who are very involved with it. Um, and who are more than happy to speak. Uh, and we were more than happy to be part of an extended team that assists us with this stuff going forward. So, yeah, I mean, it's 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 super upsetting that, that we've had to say goodbye to so many people. But in the same respect, um, you know, we we'll just keep we'll just keep pushing. Eve is something that we we all love, we all believe in, um, and we've all been dedicated to for many years. So hopefully, yeah. many more years ahead. So uh, Deopa and Blastem, I think, both brought up a point that is similar, and that is how can uh, players kind of help out with the community team? Is the volunteer program still going, by the way? Yeah, the volunteer program is still going. We still have five divisions. Um, you know, we do everything from bug hunting to um, new player support to forum moderation uh, to fiction and backstory authoring. So there's always the volunteer team out there. And I've got no doubt, you know, once we regroup and, and we, we square things away when we go into the new year, we'll be looking to, you know, to further work on expanding our volunteer team, strengthening the core of them and making sure that we've got a really, really good solid base going forward. Um, I mean, I've, I've had so many questions myself, uh, you know, about, about next year um, and, and what we're going to do. And, uh, and it's just right now we're focusing on making sure we've got the basics down and then we're all good. We can we can expand and we can figure out what we want to do from there. Yeah, I always wanted to be an ISD reporter. Like that was my my full intention starting out writing articles that got me here was I wanted to be an ISD reporter. <laughs> is that what it is? Or ID ID ISD? Yeah, interstellar correspondence. ISD. Yeah, so, that was, uh, uh, 
I mean, I'm I'm a former ISD member myself. I mean, I started out in CRC, which was the old forum moderation team. Uh, I moved to Star, then I went to CCL when the forum moderation team changed names. Then I actually was a member of Mercury for two and a half years, uh, which is now the New Eden Correspondence. Um, uh, and I was a member of the Interstellar Correspondence as well. And then I obviously I, I canned all that when I came to CCP. So yeah, I've got a I've got a pretty long history with. Uh, with the guys here in Iceland. I didn't know you were part of those. That's cool. And you were also writing. You, I saw some articles that you wrote for Eon Magazine, which is, oh, I love that magazine. Yeah, I've got a stack of all 30 issues on my on my desk at work. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Just to, uh, uh, yeah, just a couple uh, a couple questions here. Uh, I want to flip back to Manifest real quick. Uh, since he had been offered relocation, does that mean, and couldn't take it, does that mean the position itself is going away because he didn't take the relocation, or will that position be replaced? Uh, no, basically um, two positions have now merged. Um, so we have a guy uh, who's on the communication team, super cool guy who's based in our London office called CCP Grendel. Some of you guys might have met him at Vegas. Um, and he was um, the senior communications lead uh, for VR. Um, and he is now transitioning over just to be our senior communications lead. So he'll deal with Eve, Project Nova, all the other stuff that we've got coming up as well. And um, like he's got super deep roots in the games industry. Um, he's super smart guy. Um, he's going to have to learn a little bit about EVE Online, obviously, because you guys have got a long and very checkered history of, of many, many crazy things. So he's gonna, I'm going to give him a crash course in all things EVE. Um, but he's, he's already super interested. He's already started learning. And since he came to CCP a year ago, he's, he's, he's dived into looking at how we do things. He's learned a lot about EVE and our community already. Um, and I think he's kind of relishing the, the opportunity to, to dive in and have some fun. So... Yeah, you'll you guys will probably hear a lot more from him uh, uh, over the course of the next uh, the next year or so, and at Fanfest as well, in fact. Um, so yeah, um, it's not the positions are being eliminated, just merged simply, so that we're uh, with with no longer being such a big need for uh, for you know a lot of uh, PR and communications on the front of VR. Uh, it means that we can just consolidate positions, so it should be good. And then the other question actually came out uh, came out of the audience out there, uh, basically about localization. Um, you know, you've had some people like Shadowcat and Phantom, who I believe were both uh, both involved with the German side uh, to to some extent. Obviously, Lilu with with a Russian language background, I think was was instrumental there. Um, what is the commitment to localization like? Uh, in those places that we do have localization, France, Russia, Germany, um, and and how has that been impacted by this? So, um, yeah, unfortunately, uh, we've had to say goodbye to Phantom and Shadowcat and obviously Lilu as well, which were, who were working. Uh, Phantom and Lilu were, were working actually primarily on um, on um, English-speaking community management, but Lilu did a hell of a lot for our Russian community, um, and Phantom did a hell of a lot for um, for, um, for our German community as well. Um, you know, we still have people who speak various languages in the house. I'm sure we're going to have um, a lot of assistance in that respect. And the vast majority, um, if we want to get specific about like client translations and uh, devlong translations, that kind of stuff, um, localization actually now lives under a team known as Market and Services within CCP, um, who which is basically a services team that does all our cinematics, uh, our localization, uh, and all kinds of other stuff. Um, and um, the vast majority of our translations, uh, our client translations, for instance, uh, marketing materials, uh, banner advertisements, that kind of stuff, is all done uh, through external vendors. Um, so we have like a, um, a knowledge base, a style guide, um, and a term base 
for Eve because it has some pretty specific terminology and it's translated into all different languages and that uh, all the different languages we support that is. Um, and then the way that it works is they refer to that whenever they're translating. So yeah, most of our actual translation work is done by um, external vendors. So I don't think that'll be affected too much. It's just the project management side of that that, that uh, obviously we're going to have to jig around a little bit, but we're in good shape in that respect. Also going to miss the This Week in Eve. They really love that from CCP Phantom. Yeah, and out. of course, that's one of the things that uh, we might miss a couple of weeks, uh, I would imagine, uh, because yeah. we're kind of, we're still figuring out exactly what we're doing and how we're doing it. But uh, it's something that obviously I, I very much would like to continue doing. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, if I could do like a show, an hour show just on This Week in Eve, I, I would have done that. Um, hey. Noisy. Noisy's got a question. Yeah, Noisy. Yeah, um, about the about the whole languages in the community, um, since you've got like so, so uh, such uh, you know you're down to basically two people in the community team, uh, trying to keep track of like what everybody's saying around the uh, world on on uh, you know places like Reddit and everything, is it going to be how are you going to be able to to keep track of like what the Germans are saying on their forums and the Russians are saying on their forums? Uh, and if you don't have the people that speak those languages on your team, aren't, aren't you going to like lose something there with the interaction? So we also have um, other members of staff in other teams uh, who are forward-facing, who also speak various other languages, and they, they're actively watching. Uh, for instance, if you take the Russian community, we have um, members of our customer support team uh, who uh, they actively are engaged with our Russian community because they're active their answering Russian support tickets. Um, and they'll be watching forums like EVRU, for instance. They'll be watching the, the official Russian forums. We have Russian volunteers as well. We have German volunteers. We have French volunteers. We have, you know, members of the, the, the CS team, uh, our GMs who are actively involved in all languages. Um, so I don't really think we've, we've got a huge amount of an issue there. There's obviously some things that we're going to struggle to support a little bit. Uh, for instance, like um, CCB Lilo was heading over to St. Petersburg and Moscow for Russian-speaking player gatherings. Um, so uh, we're going to have to consider, obviously, how we support things like that going forward. Um, but in terms of actual base language support for EVE, I think we're still in a pretty solid position. And I also have a question about, uh, going back to when you mentioned Project Nova, um, aren't are I, I'm I'm anticipating that there's going to be a need for to hire more people onto the community sta uh, staff once uh, Project Nova actually is up and running, goes into beta and released to the public, or is that going to be a uh, function done by the studio that you have actually uh, programming the game? Um, at this stage, still kind of TBC, uh, we're super early in the planning stages for community for Project Nova. So, um, honestly, don't really have an answer for that right now. It might end up bring, it might end up with us bringing someone in. It might end up with us, uh, uh, dealing with it ourselves. We could end up with all manner of different situations. So I think it's a little bit too early to kind of speculate on what we'll do in that respect. Yeah. Do you have enough people manning the lore section of, uh, the, uh, the lore portal yeah i mean obviously uh we've got quite a few people at ccpu dealing with this uh so i think i think we're good in that respect i spend many a long many a long night writing terrible stuff uh, <laughs> so yeah i think uh i think we're good in that respect definitely i'm sure you um, have no shortage of volunteers for that section absolutely and i mean like fiction and backstory is actually something although i contributed 
I've contributed super heavily to it in the past and like written books, stuff like that. Um, it's actually something that um, technically uh, it's a project that lies under Eve development. Um, mm. And that's where the responsibility lies and that's where it's led from. So yeah, I mean, um, no problems in that respect. So you're the reason that Eve is so dark. I'm oh, one of many. I'm I'm one of many people who there is who are the reasons of why Eve is such a horrible place. <laughs> uh, now, as far as uh, my understanding is that about uh, four or five GMs were were part of this as well. Um, how, how is the GM team situated at this point, and do they have the capacity for all the things that the GMs are responsible for? Yeah, I mean the um, the player experience team as they're as they're now known rather than customer support. Um, they're doing good. Obviously, they've lost a couple of members of staff um, and and some some super cool guys and girls as well. Um, but there's there's actually more collective Eve knowledge um, in our customer support team, I think, in terms of players than there uh, than there is anywhere else in the company um like some of these guys are like the encyclopedia of new eden in their heads it's creepy like i'm that's it's like know, famous I, here I, yeah it makes, it makes my brain hurt some of the the amount of stuff that some of these guys know um so yeah i mean i i think our player experience team uh, uh that includes our gms uh they're in uh they're in relatively good shape yeah L lelouch is still the head of that group uh Lelouch is uh, one of our leads, yeah. He's one of our, our lead GMs, yeah. Yep. But um, the actual, um, our director of customer support, um, he's actually been with CCP for Christ. Like, I think I think he's like actually fossilized in his office now. Uh, but he's, uh, yeah, his, he used to be a GM Ender. He's now a CCP Ender. Um, and he is, uh, he's an old school Leaf player. So, yeah, I think um, our player experience team, they're in, they're in a really, really good state, despite obviously... Um, a few a few cuts that have been made hmm. well uh does anybody need a stretch we've just been barraging you with questions uh everybody good all right and we'll continue how about the audience you guys need a break do you need a bio break <laughs> i think they can go bio break whatever they want to. <laughs> yeah all right um actually we just had a good question from the twitch chat um what's going on with the scope videos uh, we've had a little bit of a quiet time around scope videos recently because um, we've just been like absolutely rammed in the run up to Vegas, just super busy with doing stuff. But um, the the guy who uh, generally deals with, uh, uh, I do quite a bit of scripting for scope videos, but uh, the guy who deals with all like the video, the post process and all the effects, the getting the voiceovers and stuff like that is CCB Loki. Um, and he's actually working on, uh, on a scope at present, uh, but it's a bit of a monster. Um, and he's been working on it for, a, a, let's just say, some time now. I'm not going to spoil anything, but uh, there's a super cool one coming at some point. So the scope is definitely still a thing. Oh, good. I think uh, a lot of people uh, miss those. That's one of the things I've been hearing a lot about. So I asked on, on, on Reddit, because that's kind of uh, where you can get a lot of feedback that I you know, uh, don't have access to normally. Oh, by the way, there's an article up on INN that I just wrote about uh, these this change in direction, what it could mean, and stuff like that. And I'm actually quite upbeat about uh, the change because I feel like um, stripping off a lot of the the competitors to Eve means that the company's more focused on the game that we're all playing. So, as far as an Eve player and being kind of selfish in that way, that that can only be good uh, for you know the the amount of uh, effort that goes into Eve. 
not to say that you guys can't do multiple things at once, but you know, at least the company is that way. And we don't feel like we're, um, second class citizens when we should be the flagship or something like that. I mean, more, more focused from who, because the VR squad was not focused on Eve before. Guess what? They're not focused on Eve now. So, I mean, uh, Mm -hmm. more focused from who, I mean, is Hillmar going to be more focused on Eve online? Uh, You know, are are there other people that are going to be more focused on Eve online, you know, now because of this, because we were always led to believe that those other projects didn't impact what was going on with Eve online. I think that's true. Uh, but what, and I think the reason I was optimistic was not the fact there'll be more focus on Eve Online, but more like uh, how they're going to approach the community and stuff like that. You can read that article on INN. Um, and, and you're right about that. I, I, I think that this company can do more things than one at a time and stuff. But the sentiment and the messaging that people get, uh, at least in our community, is like, hey, we're funding these other projects. We're not, you know, uh, like that's you, kind of, um, that's very much been a misconception. Like, mm-hmm. uh, since you know VR kicked off at CCP, um, it's been like a misconception. Like, ah, oh, why are you spending our subscriptions on on working on VR? Um, and you know that that wasn't the case. VR was VR was an entirely separate project, budgeted entirely separately, and it was something that you know we CCP went into the went into VR. Known, knowing fine well that you know it could be something that wouldn't shape up. Um, it's a super young, and it's a super early market to get into. Um, and yeah, we didn't want to put Eve itself at risk. And it's unfortunate the way that it's turned out, definitely. But um, like you said earlier, and just to just to to touch on what Dirk said as well. Does it mean there's more focus on Eve? Yes. What does that mean? That means that, yes, there are some people who were previously working on VR who are now going to be focused on Eve, who are now going to be focused on uh, on Project Nova. Um, so, yes, in short, yes, more people will be focused on Eve. It means that, for instance, um, the people who were working in, in senior executive management who were devoting more time right now, like over the course of the last couple of years to VR, getting VR off the ground, making it a thing, and now turning the sights on making sure that they're focused 100% on Eve and Nova and making sure that these are a solid success. So, yeah, I mean, it's good for that. As, as rough as the changes are and, you know, the fact that we've had to see a lot of people go, um, it does mean that the company is way more focused um and it does mean that uh, the ccp is sort of throwing all of the hats in the ring with eve uh, and nova going forward so yeah i mean i'm i've been I, w- I won't lie i've been i've been super sad this week i probably i think between up until last night um i think i had about four hours sleep in five days um it was a super friggin rough week for a lot of us um, and I can't even begin to imagine how rough it was for the guys who obviously uh, who were laid off on Monday. But despite all that, like I'm super optimistic, um, and maybe I'm an idiot. Uh, that's that's I'm sure a lot of people would say that, and Twitch chat will probably light up after the 30 second delay saying Falcons a dumbass. But um, I'm optimistic. I've got a hell of a lot of faith in Eve as a project. It's unique, and it has, quite frankly the best fucking community in online gaming. Like I've never, I've tried, I've tried other games and no other game has gripped me like Eve because of our players. Um, and I think that if we weren't to focus and we weren't to make sure that Eve is the biggest success it possibly can be going forward, I think we'd be doing a great disservice. So yeah, I mean, I'm here a thousand percent. Um, and I want to make sure that things go well. And that is what is so, um, um, disconcerting about 
uh, you know, s- slashing the community team, um, you know, is the fact of we know what this community is like. We know what the level of engagement is like. And we also know the fact that if you are engaged in the community, you are more likely to stay associated with the game, if not actually playing the game, you know, regularly, way more than people who who tend to not be engaged with the community. So it, it just seems odd that that they would go down this path of, well, let's cut back in this area. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I was I was very shocked on Monday uh, when this all went down. Um, I was like, okay, what does this mean going forward? I was trying to wrap my head around things. And to be honest, you know, it's been five working days. I still don't have all the answers. You know, it's going to be a learning experience. Uh, but one thing that I can say is we've still got a super solid group of people um, who, are, who are wearing the hoodies and who are working on the project. So <laughs> I'm going to stay optimistic, you know. I'm I'm... I'm I'm ever the optimist, even if that makes me a dumbass. I'm I'm right there with you, actually. I I was very sad about this too. Uh, I'm a big fan of a lot of the people that got cut, uh, even the people that you don't hear about. But um, I am optimistic about it. This was the one section that didn't make sense as far as the larger narrative. We're going to focus on PC games. The most important thing to Eve is the community. Let's take the community team and take a lot of people out of it. That went against the overall narrative of cleaning it, uh, like focusing on Eve. But like you said earlier, you can hire groups to take on different projects and that way you don't have the overhead or maybe, um, maybe, you know, it, it, they, they start to decide to get community feedback in a different way, which if you look at, uh, the video that's out with uh, Maria Sians, who I don't know if you can talk about her, but she is the head of customer relations for CCP. She was hired out of EA uh, a couple of years ago. Mostly it looked like to, to work VR, but obviously she's going to be affecting the whole company's pro- line of products. And her way of getting feedback from um, people, at least the way it was expressed in, the, in the, the talk that she gave, was not to trounce around Reddit or forums or try to you know uh, build community that way. It was to really to kind of uh, get information from all the players. So I imagine that's like you know survey or some whatever nerve network you can use to get through to the players. So maybe community ch- is changing in that way. Uh, it's not, it's not going to be, that's why I asked that question. Is it going to be as close as it was before and stuff? But I think you can do both things. So who knows? I think it's going to be closer if anything, you know, I mean, myself and God have, you know, uh, we've always been on the ground with you guys. Um, we always will be. That's the way that it is. Um, and yeah, I mean, Jesus, it, it it fucking sucks that we've lost that we've lost good people from the team. But in the same respect, um, we're still in a you know we're still in a good place. We've still got knowledgeable people, um, and yeah, we just brace and uh, and go forward, and uh, and I think we'll be all right. Yeah, and here you I- are, like just a few days later, right? I, you know, here's Falcon on the show, and he, you know probably do other things too, but he's right here with us. So. Yeah, so the, there's one super dick question uh, that just came up in uh, Twitch chat <laughs> that I really, really want to answer. And it's from Chavin Park, and he says, Falcon, will you still be optimistic when you get laid off? If I ever get laid off from CCP, you know what I'll do? I'll ping internal affairs, and I'll be like, hey, guys, unban all my old accounts, and I'll go back to fucking pirating in Losec. I will get straight back into the game 100%. And I'll be doing shit like what Matterall and what Dirk and what Apothne are doing. And I'll be getting involved with the community game. Because guess what? I started playing Eve when I was 18 years old. I turned 33 this year. It's in my blood. So, yeah, smart-ass comment on Twitch. But, you know, it, it's 
it's raised a valid question. Um, and yeah, really? that's just the way things are. It's, so I, I'll just you'll bring veto. You'll bring veto back. Absolutely, would do. Yeah, <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be I, the one silver lining. I was actually going to take that 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 question out there and frame it in a different way because it's like, look, we would all like, especially the people that are kind of like doing shows like this, and 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 you know what? I think a lot of the people out there in the Twitch audience, the people who are engaged, we want to be optimistic. Look, I expect you to be optimistic because you are part of the community team and you're still there. You not being opti optimistic means we probably have guard here next week asking where Falcon is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I've, I'm. I've, I've, on Monday, I expressed my, I expressed, let's say I expressed my concerns and I expressed my annoyance, uh, internally at least. And I was like, what the fuck? And then, and you sit down though, and you look at the situation, um, after the initial, I think everyone's initial, um, reaction is to say, oh, what the fuck? And like, and to get stressed and to get angry and to ask why, um, and to, and, you know, and to be pissed off and to sort of, you know, close the blinds and put yourself in a dark room and be angry about it. Um, but then you've got to think, okay, we've still got a fucking amazing community here. We've still got a fantastic game that has been around for 15 years and has broke new ground every single year in online gaming with the crazy shit that you guys do. So, you know, there's a bad side of things, yeah, but we've got a super solid foundation that we can still build on, like, and we can push forward, and you know, we can we can uh, we can go forward, and we can yeah. we can do good things. I think the game is in some in kind of the best shape it's been in in a long time, uh, at least from a player standpoint, because there's lots to do on different levels. There's a lot happening on different levels. The conflicts seem smaller. It's less like everybody's in the same place, although the South looks pretty crowded right now. There's a lot of uh good fights going on uh that are uh, smaller fights than the usual giant tie-dye messes uh so i i think right now i'm really positive on on eve uh this is certainly a setback personally uh but i also like the idea of focusing on on pc games because that's the kinds of games that i play so you know, for a long time, it's been a search for new types of players, right? Dust was a new type of player, a console player and first-person shooter. I mean, and, honestly, let's yeah. let, let's be let's be super blunt about it. PC right. games is what we're good at. You know what I mean? Like, Eve was this. I remember yeah, totally. when I started playing Eve in two thousand and three, uh, on two thousand and two rather, when I signed up for the beta, and I started playing Eve, and I was like. It's a PC 3D MMO, which was like pretty much unheard of, except for a couple of other small titles. I mean, it's it's older than Warcraft, and Warcraft is a benchmark for MMOs. And it was like, it's made by 30 crazy friggin' Icelanders on a rock in the middle of nowhere. Like, it's going to last six months, and then I'll move on and I'll play something else. And that's what I thought when I started playing EVE. Then two years in, I was like, hey, this has taken on a life of its own. Maybe I'll start a corp. My corp will last six months because I'm shit at leadership. And then I'll just, you know, and it'll dissolve and I'll go and do something else. Seven years later, I'm like, wow, crap. I built a corp and this is kind of working and we have a reputation and stuff. And then, you know, here I am, 2012 rolls around, like, you know, nine years after EVE released. And suddenly I'm joining the company. Suddenly I'm moving to Iceland. Suddenly I've got this second family. So, yeah, I think, you know, community... As much as we get flack for it at times, 
something I've heard from a lot of people I've spoken to in the games industry is community is something that CCP is pretty fucking good at. Um, and it's something that we want to continue to try and be as good as possible at. And yeah, we deal with an incredibly, sometimes an incredibly volatile community, but it's a volatile community because you guys give a shit. Because you guys are invested and there's like 10, 12, 13, 15 years of investment from some of our longest term players. And we respect that. We love that. And we want that to continue. So, yeah, you just got to throw your hat in the ring and, and push forward. Man, I could just listen to you this whole show. <laughs> the, the, couple, the couple of times that you've like uh, expressed yourself, it's been like uh, I, uh, I'm right there with you on the. On the times that I've gone on a rant, <laughs> your rants. I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you on your rants. Uh, but yeah, like the, the uh, that's exactly how I uh, did it as well, and I'm sure these other guys too. Uh, you think you're going to just kind of be a pedestrian in it, but then it gets into your veins. Uh, there's CCP Avalon inside of uh, the Twitch chat. Hello, Avalon. Um, Avalon remains. So it's good. You guys are good at PC games. You guys buck the trends. Other games, like, they spike and crash. If you look at all the other MMOs besides World of Warcraft and maybe a couple others, but most of them, they die after all the hype's out because games never live up to that uh, realistic virtual world that people are looking for. EVE is an exception to that. EVE has always been climbing. Well, and then it's stabilized for a while, and now it's a little bit stable, uh, too. But for... I'm talking about, at least when I saw it, 2006 through 2011, everybody else is crashing and you guys are like, you know, uh, getting stronger and stronger. And now I think you have such a following that the people talk about this all the time. Oh, Eve is dying. It can never die because there is definitely a stable core that will always keep it alive. I mean, it's, it's, it's insane to think, you know, how a bunch of crazy fucking Vikings on a little frozen rock had this ridiculous idea um, like in 2000, like 17 years ago. And all of a sudden it's blossomed into this like crazy thing that it is. I mean, Eve is by no means a big game in terms of the, in terms of the, the size and the number of people that play it. I mean, there's other games out there that are absolute behemoths in terms of the number of people, but the people that we do have, like the, the solid core community, like the solid core community of a few hundred thousand players is like, has so much more strength than anything that I've ever seen before. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's, that's why I'm here. That's why I joined the company in 2012, because I fucking love our players. I was one of them for 15 years. I've, I've been one of them since 2002, you know? Yeah. I think the only thing that I feel guilty about is I don't have a fucking Eve tattoo yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I don't know. Have... Be, be careful about that, because those yeah, are permanent. <laughs> And they love you guys, and that's why we're here. That's why people are listening to this show. That's why uh, thousands of people listen to this podcast. Uh, so it's it's a it's a mutual relationship, uh, and that's why this hurts so much because we are going to miss a lot of the people. Uh, but well, there there is the people side of it, okay? You know, yeah. and 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 you know, obviously the 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 forward facing people, okay, the ones that we engage with, whether it be at you know a fan fest or a Vegas or you know, through back channels or front channels, Twitter, what you know, wh whatever it is, right? Those are the ones that you sit there and go, "Oh, damn, Logi bro, cool bro," you know, and and you know, you know, Lilu with these things, and you know, you, you get to have you, you get to develop a personal kind of sort of personal relationship with with these people, so you feel bad about that. And you know, there's also other people that were laid off that 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 we don't know about, but 
again, it comes back to this whole thing of the community and, 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 you know, why it ends up being where, where that community engagement aspect ends up getting cut out seems to hurt more because we all sit there and say, wait a second, we know that this is important to, to the ongoing health of Eve. Why would you tamper with that? Yeah. I mean, and that's always going to be the question. I mean, I, I still personally, I, I still don't have all the answers as to why the people who will let go will let go. Um, I put my faith in the fact that there was a reasonable business decision behind it. Um, and you know, we go from there and, the one thing that you can't do when you work on Eve or whether you're on when you play Eve as well is you can't rest on your laurels. You like, you can't sit back and throw your hands up and say, fuck it. You know what I mean? You've just got to keep moving. You've got to keep pushing like, and you've got to keep making sure that you do what you got to do. Like, and I mean, I, I took out, um, I took out uh, quite a bit of time over the course of this week just to talk to talk to the guys um, who've been let go to make sure that everything was all right to see how I could support people um, to the point where actually we all went out for dinner a couple of nights ago and got hammered. Um, and it was just like, you know, it's because it's always going to be a family. Um, it's always going to be a group of people who came to CCP for like-minded reasons. Um, and yeah, I mean, like you said, it, it hurts, it's painful, um, but, you know, Time heals. I think uh, we'll be in a good position going forward. Yeah, and, and growth is painful in life. Not to get too deep, but okay. Well, uh, really, thanks for the candor and answering all the questions. I, I don't think you dodged anything uh, at all. There's just some things you get your limited of saying, and we didn't actually ask you a bunch of questions that you couldn't answer, which is great. Uh, so appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, if anyone else has got any more questions, I'm I'm more than uh, more than willing. Uh, it's just how things are. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. And after the show, we actually after every show, we go to uh, the public channel here at the TIS Talking in Stations Discord, where the guests and fans can actually talk. I shouldn't say fans, listeners. Um, but <clears throat> yeah, so we're going to move on to player news. Unless uh, is there anything else that we wanted to talk about with um, uh, in regards to the change in direction from VR? If not, uh, I want to say uh, player news. Uh, War in the East. Uh, we have MC and NC have deployed to the I guess the curse area. So it looks like a lot of people are in there fighting it out. Um, and the FC Killer B has moved to NC from PL. And he is now part of the Shiva Corporation. So I think he's actually in Eve Amsterdam. Yep. Yeah, yeah. he is. I'm intensely jealous. I was uh, <laughs> I was on the public channel a little while ago, and I was like, ah. <laughs> We're uh, we said if we if if you have time, we'll get you in here to talk, and that you can get us up to date on what's being announced there. Actually, um, CCP Guard announced something there, didn't he? Something to do with PI. Uh, yeah, there's a few there's a few little like the, a few little tidbits that have gone out. Um, he showed off some new art stuff that's coming up, some new uh, like some new direction stuff that's coming up as well. I know that uh, see uh, one of I can't remember. Oh God, he's gonna kill me when he gets back, but I can't remember his dev name. But one of our QA guys went over, um, and he's given a talk on kind of the QA side of moon mining and and what's coming up uh, and how like how the QA process works and and how like preparation from lifeblood happens. So yeah, there's some interesting content that's gone uh, that's gone into uh, to Eve's Dam this year from us. Speaking of planetary interaction. 
I haven't touched it in two or three years. Is it still very much a click fest? So setting up new nodes is double click, double click, that creates a node, double click, click on this, double click, you're gonna have created a route, double click, double click, yes. and that sets a new product. I don't know because I'm allergic to industry. Uh, so I just shoot things. <laughs> he only shoots factories. He doesn't build them. Or run uh, them. Yeah. Well, so yeah, it, PI is basically unchanged since a few years ago. Yeah, well, it's, it's a click fast. I was doing it a couple months ago. So the Tartaras, which are the giant refineries, that there's still no kill mails for those. So they're either successfully being put up in well-protected areas uh, or many are not being put up because they take longer to build and that sort of thing. So uh, we'll look for those. But a lot of the smaller ones, the Arcanaut, is it Arcanon? Um, those guys have been getting killed like crazy. I think there's already over 100 of them that have been killed. So refineries deployed and getting destroyed. Also, there was an announcement, and this is game news, uh, from CCP Peligro, which is part of the security team, uh, that he says... Uh, he's been watching, and there will be action soon from Team Security regarding botting, which is not legal in EVE uh, in any form. So watch out. And it's One funny because about that, uh, I saw it was a Reddit post, which I'm desperately trying to refine. Is that somebody has made a program that uses the API to find systems in nullsec that are likely to be bots it does not prove bots and it gives false positives but it looks at what typical bot behavior is and says if you fancy hunting in these systems here are some bots or players that act it how we see bots act and you can go shoot them which is exactly what i plan to do i cannot wait to go bot hunting when i find that post again so they I will also <laughs> probably load up and go and have some fun you will oh yeah so you're uh, crowdsourcing, uh, crowdsourcing um, punishment, huh? Like, oh, like this is this is the beauty of Eve. This is not us. This is emergent. This is you guys yeah, just no, been like, hey, like I've got guy, API endpoints, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna make a thing that allows me to like nuke borders. Like, yeah, it's great. This is why we love you guys. Yeah. All right, cool. And uh, last thing is uh, out of game events. Evesterdam is happening right now. And I hope everybody that is usually around uh, talking in stations is having a great time over there. Uh, it's a good time for that. Do, do, we, know, do, do we know how many people uh, Evesterdam, uh, you know, how big is Evesterdam this year in terms of you know number of players? Uh, honestly, I haven't actually had um, a chance to chat with Deidre Val about the size of it, but um, it averages somewhere between three and four hundred. It's uh, it's actually the biggest non-CCP event globally. Like it's the biggest player-organized event in the world. Wow, is uh, CCP going to take it over anytime soon? <laughs> well, it looks like from the logo, the Upwell Consortium was all already bought shares. So uh, you know, we'll have to see. <laughs> But um, I mean, it's it's exactly the same as what happened with Vegas. You know, I, I remember when Vegas was uh, Vegas was a thing that was organized um, uh, by a couple of guys, um, and you know, we got invited out there uh, when they started selling tickets for it, and they they flew a few devs out, and then all of a sudden, it's just become this absolute monster of an event, um, and it's great to see. Um, I don't know whether we'd we'd ever just be like, by the way, we would like Amsterdam now, but. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's a fantastic event, and I know that Deidre Val like he pours his heart and soul into it, making it as big and as good uh, as he possibly can. And he's constantly bugging us about about like more more content, more stuff, more support. So uh, yeah, well, it's it's one of the events that we really really want to be a tentpole event going forward because it's it's fantastic.
Yeah, send more swag. Now he's uh, he's out of Eve University, right? Or was former Eve University? Correct. Uh, Deirdre Vall used to be director of education for Eve University. I believe he was the director when I was uh, inducted into the education department, actually. Yeah, he's now just the director of getting drunk and getting lit at Eve's today. <laughs> <laughs> well, he excels at what he does. Um, so that's everything we have today. Uh, does anybody have any other questions? Or we can have a quick discussion if anybody wants to about anything that we've talked about today since we have Falcon here. I think one thing I would say, and this is partially to Falcon, partially to uh, the, the community in general, is that um, a lot of the time when EVE players are mad, players get mad at the devs they can see. And those aren't necessarily the devs, if anyone, that they should be mad at. Um, there's a lot of hashtag fire, any number of members of the company. And this is the most stupid, irritating thing in the world. Like, I generally am known for not being a very ragey player, but when hashtag fire whoever comes out, like, that legitimately upsets me, especially when I was, second time I was in Iceland for the Alliance tournament, there was a big load of that, and I got so pissed off. Like, guys, we're not happy the community team's gone, but shouting at one, like, frontline dev who does fucking, I don't know, is designing whatever that doesn't help them it doesn't help you it doesn't help anyone to have shout at someone like 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 falcon doesn't decide to lay off half his team there's no use yelling at him so just like well, we don't know that maybe he did maybe he picked them i wouldn't well, put it past him <laughs> well you know what i mean right so like like rage and upset sometimes is useful in public outcry but try not to pick on specific people who may not have necessarily had anything to do with it because they're the people especially in times like this that are hurting the most and they do not deserve any vitriol when their friends are losing their jobs and having to potentially leave where they live and have a huge life change in a very, with not that much notice for all point, the help point, they do get from CCD. Point taken. Although I did hear that uh, uh, Falcon executed his own veto members when they were dishonorable pirates, which is some of my favorite kind of stuff. Family did. Hey, man. You know. Falcon, Deop asked a question out there, which we yeah. kind of missed before about the fan site program, uh, that, that that was basically administered, I think, by uh, Logibro. Who's now going to be the point of contact for fan sites? So it's actually rotated between a few members of staff over the years. Uh, I've I've dealt with it. Um, Phantom has dealt with it. Logi Bros dealt with it, uh, and a few other people over the years. Um, and at this stage, not sure who's going to be the main point of contact for it. Um, but we'll uh, we'll figure it out over the course of the next couple of weeks, and we'll be sure to, uh, we'll be sure to let everyone know who's part of the fan side program. Well, last thing, uh, you know, it can't be lost on people that you were a great player before you were a great CCP member. But uh, I was as... a pain in the ass. That's what I was. <laughs> well, I only read this stuff. I didn't get killed by you. But um, tell us about pirating these days. Has it ch how how has it changed from low sec? Because you were a low sec guy back in the day. It depresses me these days because everyone, like the vast majority of people, are bitches who like to hot drop. Unfortunately, so <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the uh, the days of being able to like roam around in a blaster throne uh, alone in null sec and actually, you know, you know, have some fun with it, uh, uh, sadly behind us, just given how the meta has changed. Um, I remember I kind of. Um, I sort of gave up. Uh, I'm, I'm totally going to diss a particular alliance here, but I'm just going to fucking do it anyway because it's one ahead. of those days. But um, I remember um, I was in a, 
a really really expansive rattlesnake it was like uh this was back in 2011 or something it, it was it was not too long before i joined ccp and i was sat um in a low sec uh in a low sec system called gebulati uh where we were based out of and i was in a 380 billionist rattlesnake um and this was before supers could uh and, and caps could jump through gates and uh, mc decided to hot drop me with like something like seven or eight supers uh while i was sat on top of a gate uh, i aggressed against uh an abaddon that they sent through a brick tanked abaddon um that started shooting me then he lit a sign uh, and like yeah like more than half a dozen supers came through and i just de-aggressed and tanked for like a minute and then jumped through the gate and was like jesus christ i given on life basically um so yeah i mean pirating has changed drastically um it's still viable uh, in small gangs. I don't think it's dead. Uh, but, you know, just the how low sec has changed since I was really, really heavily involved in piracy um, means that the, the the stupid shit that I used to do when I was an EVE player um, just really isn't usually viable in terms of doctrines these days. Uh, did you say NC, just to be clear, or was it MC? This is, no, MC, definitely. Uh, Celine and his dirty bunch of... <laughs> Mercenary <people>. coalition. <laughs> All right, good. Uh, yeah, well, that's uh, it, so. It's a whole different. It's a whole different ball game now, isn't it? In low sec, uh, it is. Yeah, and these days, I actually find myself in FW more than anything. Um, I find myself uh, typically in Minmatar and Galente factional warfare, uh, killing the squids and the dirty slavers. Uh, so yeah, it's um, it's fun, and I do get a sort of have my way of being a little bit of a pirate dick now and again and, and randomly randomly nuking someone for fun or or ransoming someone here and there. I think I've I've lost count of how many Kaldari and Amar militia members I've ransomed and then actually just let them go uh, just for the fun of it. Uh, you know, yeah, you, you really can't take the pirate out of me, I guess. Oh, I guess not. That's I love those stories because uh, one of the cool things about Eve was that you would get ransomed and it just... Uh... Yeah, now you get hot dropped and killed, and it's just like what? But ransom is a whole different dynamic. Of there's honor involved, and there's uh, you know finance, and you you know eject your cargo. I want it, kind of stuff. That, that stuff is amazing. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's uh it's super good fun. Um, and it's it's still alive in a way. Um, and you can still do it. It just takes a little bit more uh, a little bit more investment now than it used to. Yeah. I mean, you, 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 one thing here as we kind of close out the show, because it, it's just something yep. that came out, uh, you know, is the, uh, the the Clone States dev blog um, got issued the other day. Um, it might be something I'm going to link it in, in, in chat for people out there to uh, to uh, to check out. But, uh, you know, it, if you do have alpha clones and whatnot, you know, there are changes coming to the alpha clones, you know, uh, you, you know, how you're going to be able to train and that sort of thing. And if you're not up to date on that, you might want to check it out. Yeah, cool. I'm super stoked about the new skill set. I think it's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be pretty cool. It opens up a lot of doors for for people to kind of uh, to experience a little bit more of Eve without having to commit to a sub. So yeah, it's. I'm actually looking forward to it. It also means that I can actually play with my alpha more because like he's he's at the cap right now. Um, so I can I can mess around a little bit more once uh, once December comes and and start training them and developing them a little bit. Yeah. Um, all right. Some uh, quick thank yous, and that is, uh, can you read those from Seamus? Maybe can you help me out? Sure. So, Laughing Man D8D subscribed for two months in a row. 
King Zappa subscribed for five months in a row, Boogeyman2132 subscribed for five months in a row, and LooneyFKR tipped $4.20. 420. What's that mean? Not a clue. Mm. I, Hitler's birthday. Yeah. I it's think so he's, uh, high. It's celebrating, celebrating Amsterdam, man. <laughs> yeah, that's an Amsterdam number. Uh, all right, great. Listen, uh, thanks everyone for a, a great show. Appreciate Falcon coming on without a blink of an eye. Said yes, uh, and um, guards, you know, said I, I would if I wasn't in Amsterdam uh, too. So we really appreciate you guys taking the time to do this kind of stuff. Feel very bad for your colleagues uh, and stuff. We're thinking about them uh, all the time. And, uh, you know, we're, we're kind of part of that family too, but on the outside of it. So, uh, appreciate that. Uh, that's all we got today. Is there anything else you guys want to say before we go? Sorry to close out, but it's time. I'm just like super surprised Dirk's still sober, quite frankly. Every I time know. I ever come on live stream with him, he's just 15 minutes in, he's hammered and he just goes like in the Dirk here. man mode. Not here. This is, this is Saturday morning, man. Friday night's a different time. Yeah. I want to say hi to Deopa. I'm a big fan of Deopa's style uh, when he does his streaming. Nobody does it like he does it. Uh, I don't care that he doesn't talk, okay? I love the angles he gets. I can, and he's good with the camera, and it's the sound is amazing. Uh, okay, thanks very much, everyone. Really appreciate you. Uh, Dominark from um, the Clueless Nerd Guys, uh, and a lot of people watching the show, over 320, uh, I think that's where... Yeah. Over 320. Appreciate it. Uh, we're out of time. We will be back next week. And Falcon, thanks again for showing up. Really appreciate Anytime, it. guys. All right. Okay, guys. We'll see you next week. That's all for this week for Talking in Stations. Fly safe. <laughs>